Hello, everybody. Today, we got a podcast to talk about. And uh, we're talking about medical problems. Uh, that's a particular one because that's one that I wrote myself. And we were talking about each chapter of the story and what it's about. And yes, of course, your host is me, Lucas Campbell. And then we have a side interview coming in at the beginning of the story, um, Shadari Splash. And I'll be asking him questions about the information in the story. And yeah, we have a jam-packed uh, show for you today, so let's get to it. What's up, guys? We're here back. Interview with Shadari Splash. Say what's up. What's up, guys? All right. How you doing? So, here's some questions about my topic, medical problems. Um, what do you think needs to happen to doctors who aren't really fit for working in hard environments and working with patients? Well, I really wouldn't think it would be a hard environment because doctors, they would need, uh, they would study, they'd study for a long, long time. They would study more than eight years, probably even more. So I really think, I really don't think that it's really hard for them because they've been studying for so long. So they, they're, they're fit for it, I would say. Okay, yeah. And then a little follow-up question. Um, what do you think needs to happen if doctors, like, let's say, mess up on a bad pr- procedure and they just cause a patient to, do, to die, not just because of the medical problem that they have, like the diagnosis, like, let's say, like, cancer or leukemia, but, like, they die bec- because of a medical error. Oh, because of their procedure? Yeah. Um... Like, what really needs to happen to them? Um, I would say that, like, come up with, like, I don't know, some technology that could help with that. Other than yeah. that, I really don't know what to say, but I would say get more, better technology because technology has helped a lot these type of days. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Using technology these days would really help. Yeah. To see what stuff they can fix and what stuff they can work on yeah. in the field. Uh, yeah. Um, and this one's kind of like, uh, how you would feel, and then, yeah, so how would you feel if a family member of yours died because of a medical procedure that went wrong, not just because of a diagnosis of, like, cancer that they had? Um, I would feel really sad, and I just feel, like, I guess, sad, I guess, but then I wouldn't really be mad at the doctor because I knew he tried really hard to, like, get the procedure to get, to get going, but, like... I really don't have a family member that's going through anything right now, so, yeah. Yeah. And, like, do you think maybe uh, something should maybe, like, a little bit happen since one of your family members did get taken away and it's kind of, like, not your fault? Like, maybe a little bit of something that happens to the doctor. Maybe, like, just, you gone. Fired. Something with the doctor, like, you get fired? Yeah. Um, I really don't know about that, but I would not get mad at the doctor. I wouldn't get mad at the doctor because, like I said before, and it's kind of relating back to the same question, like, he would try his hardest to, like, not mess up. That's true. But, like, everyone these days, they make mistakes, and especially with... Especially with hard, precise procedures, it kind of takes a while. And some procedures even take up to 12 hours, so there's going to be a mistake. 
Plus, part of me kind of thinks that they're experienced, they know what they're doing, and but if they do mess up, they or something bad, yeah. they mess up. But like, I think something maybe maybe needs to happen. And then another, my last question today is: when something worse happens, and it already is at a hospital, who should pay the price? The doctor or the family that lost their family member? Well, it depends because, like, if if so, if you're at your house and then someone gets like somebody gets hurt or something, and you gotta take them to the hospital, but then if you're too late to take them up to the hospital, then you might pay the price. But if the doctor messes up the procedure, like you said before in past two questions, I guess it would be he would pay the price. But I would say it really depends. But yeah, definitely. Um. So let's say a family member got like a infection or like like a diagnosis, like uh -huh. what I said. Uh -huh. And what do you think is the next step of happening with the medical? Not necessarily like what happens to the doctor, but what just happens. Like what's, what do you think the next process should be? Yeah, um, like basically what do you think should happen? Let's say an infection should happen Infection happened with the patient. Uh -huh. Do you think like technology will go right into play, or do you think they th they should go right into something else, like something that'll help them better? Well, both ways, technology could help as well, and I would say the doctor itself it can help as well because um because everything in the hospital is sanitary, so they're gonna like make everything clean and everything, so infections and everything won't spread as like spread easier and I would say that like the technology that they use the re that's the reason why infections are like not a big deal these days but like cancer and all diseases they're such a big deal because scientists haven't find, found a cure yet yeah I would, I would definitely be about that so that's everything for the questions thank you Shadar Splash say what's up again and bye what's up thank you guys thanks for having me all right that'll be it Thanks for the interview, and we'll get back to you guys. Hello, everybody. This is Chapter 1, When It First Started to Come, Medical Problems by Lucas Campbell. So I interviewed my grandma, but we didn't get a good date to, like, within the last couple of days to where I could get it on the podcast. And, yeah, she she was just having problems at home, and... We, I couldn't get a good time to put it on the podcast, so yeah. So I interviewed my grandma, and we talked about the struggles and medical procedures that went wrong with my Aunt Tracy, who was in the hospital with cancer. She had great feedbacks on what questions I had to ask her when my aunt was four years old. That's the time when time had stopped for her. What do I mean by time had stopped for her? Like, um, she wouldn't grow any older or... She wouldn't graduate, attend college, get married, um, or have a family of like kids and husband. When I talked to my grandma, she said she didn't know what to do when she found out about her daughter. She was frightened that her daughter would be taken away because of cancer. My Aunt Tracy didn't get to do what a lot of people got to do, like ride bikes, for example, like, yeah, like ride bikes or play outside or spend time with family. Most of the time, she had to stay in the hospital for months and tried to fix what was wrong. When my grandma was 
at work Mondays through Fridays. Her, her neighbor, Kim, who is another character, I didn't get an interview, but yeah, that lived down the street who would always watch my aunt, Tracy, and take care of her and take her to the hospital when she needed to be taken, when she was, when my aunt Tracy was having pain and stuff. My, gra- my grandma said Kim was always sweet and willing to do things for her, for, for her and the family. When my grandma was at the hospital with her daughter one day, the doctor told her that a diagnosis that the doctors gave my aunt wasn't correct. Something had went wrong with the cancer procedure, according to my grandma. The doctor attached a label that would impact her care and cause her provider to, be, to begin new medical problems. When I was talking, talking with my grandma, she brought up the point that my Aunt Tracy wasn't really a social person to talk to. My grandma said she didn't really care to talk to other people except for family and the neighbor, Kim. Since she was a baby girl, she, baby girl, she was always shy. My Aunt Tracy was seen by a second-year resident that would monitor for half the day watching over her in the hospital. And, and then after the, day, after the half was over, she was there with her neighbor, Kim, that was down the street. So basically what that means was she, my, my Aunt Tracy was in the hospital with a person taking care of her for about almost 14 to 16 hours a day. So my grandma said watching the last 16 hours of my aunt's life or watching her daughter's life was the most excruciating pain to her and her daughter she ever felt. Within months of being in the hospital, my grandma said that the care team of doctors were already attaching labels to her. And what that means was basically there's like big tubes that are attaching to um, her stomach and head, and that usually causes um, outbreaks, outbreaks and b- really bad pain. So, yeah. Thank you. Hello, everybody. This is Chapter 2, um, and the title of this is, Was Getting Diagnosed Really the Worst Part? And what I mean by diagnosis was get, dying, getting diagnosed of cancer, the worst part of the whole procedure. When asking my grandma, was uh, the care my Aunt Tracy received in the hospital good? That's the only time I seen a, her smile throughout the whole interview, because she said, yeah, in fact, it was great through most of the procedures in the hospitalization time until she got acquired with a C. diff infection. That's when tears running down her face because my grandma thought she could have done something better for her daughter to be healthy and good. And I think about, uh, I think that's kind of sad that um, my grandma really smiled just because of she thought the hospitalization and procedures went good, but then really later to realize my aunt would get a infection in her. So yeah, I think that's kind of sad. Um, the doctors told my grandma that a C. diff infection was a bacterium that would cause diarrhea and colitis in her. Another thing that broke my grandma's heart was the fact that one out of the five patients who got a C. diff infection would get it again, and one out of 11 people over under 35 died of healthcare-associated C. diff infection. My grandma, she was scared to see her daughter leave in front of her eyes one day, 
and knowing that she could die soon would scare her really much, really bad. My Aunt Tracy had to get a bone marrow transplant, with, which, which her doctor said was a treatment that replaces unhealthy marrow with a healthy one. With having a bad marrow, trans, bad marrow my grandma said that she could, have done, she could have done a lot of things physically. And some facts um, about like uh, medical procedures that have went gone, that have gone bad, and just medical problems that have just basically, yeah, basically gone bad in the past. And there's facts. And yeah, these are all off the uh, internet. Yeah, patient harm is the 14th leading cause of a global disease burden, comparable to diseases such as malaria. While in, hosp- while in hospital, one out of every patient is harmed. Estimates show that a lot of high-income countries have patients that were harmed while receiving hospital care. Unsafe use of medical harm millions and costs billions of dollars usually, annually. But my grandma did not have to do that because it wasn't that much of money to, to be where it's millions and billions. Unsafe medication practice and medicine errors are the leading cause of avoidable harm in health and care systems across the world. Investments in reducing patient safety incidents can lead to significant financial savings. More than one million patients die annually from surgical complications. With all these facts, this shows there are high chances of people that have medical problems trying to get it fixed could get it worse almost. Back to the story. In the middle of the story, when I asked my grandma if she could tell the doctors anything, what would it be? My grandma said, doctors need to be better fit for the job if they're going to perform good. I touched what she said one more bit and wondered if doctors were even fully trained for these types of situations. If, like if someone is in really bad pain or even gets like a bad diagnosis like um, cancer or leukemia. Yeah, so go, going back to do doctors need to be better fit, that's also... One of the questions I asked Ohm back in the interview, and yeah, so that'll be it, and then chapter three is coming right now. So here, chapter three, things started to change quickly, is now the last hours of my aunt's life. Still in excruciating pain, during the interview, I note that my grandma said that my other aunt Nancy, which is my aunt Tracy's sister, was right by her side the last hours of her life. It is now a couple hours past at 7.52 p.m. And my Aunt Tracy has passed away, but not because of, can- of the cancer she had or, a- or the new bone marrow transplant that she had received, but it was basically because simple medical errors that happened during the diagnosis. My grandma had said that doctors didn't stop us soon enough. Sorry, it's kind of emotional. My grandma and my other aunt Nancy said one of the saddest moments was us returning home and not seeing my daughter and sister right by her side and in their hands. There was no transparency, no disclosure, no discussion about what went wrong in my care. I'm talking about this from first uh, person, so that's why it sounds like it's first person, not third person. My mom was always told me transparency is like cellophane which you see on one side, you should be able to see on the other. This didn't happen for my Aunt Tracy. It took the organization 
when my aunt died three years and seven months and 28 days for them to have the first honest conversation regarding my death. This is no way to learn and make changes in the system to protect others. My grandma said there's no way to treat my family. Mayor Tracy wanted to share a story to make health care safer for others and make um, medical errors and medical problems, telling people about it and her story. She wanted to uh, train future providers and make sure honest and transparent conversations are held for medical harm. Thank you, guys. This is my story, Medical Problems by Lucas Campbell. And thank you for the podcast. And that's a wrap. Next week's episode will be about sports. So, and we'll have an interview with a person uh, who plays football for the Chiefs. And yeah, I'll tell you. That's I'll tell you about that next week. So, let's, so see you guys.